Hi, welcome back to The Gopher, guys. This is James DePoint. I'm joined by my good buddy here, Pete Carlson. The show is brought to you by Rock Solid Financials. Reach out to them with all your tax, bookkeeping, and accounting needs. You can reach out to them on the World Wide Web at rocksolidfinancials.com. It's tax season, so make sure you reach out to them. All right, Pete, we are talking Gopher Hoops today. We are, we are somewhat moving on. Even though we're still enjoying Gopher football, we're moving on, and we're solely just talking Gopher hoops here for the next few months, however long they want to take us on this wonderful journey. Um, are you ready for for this step moving forward here? I am. Yeah? It's exciting. Hoop season's always good. Could we have an eight and six team, two and two in the Big Ten, but the Big Ten is a juggernaut this year. Um, so it's a, a total meat grinder. So for us to be 500 right now is, isn't awful i guess right i mean we're yeah. we're still we're still above water right mm-hmm. is that how we look at this i think so i mean really bad iowa loss otherwise yes. um you know the the purdue and we'll talk about that but the purdue game was a tough loss but beating ohio state and taking care of business with against northwestern i think the big 10 season's been started out just fine yep uh, beginning of the year not so much yes so that's gonna haunt us Yes, I, think, but. I know that that could come back to on us, but we'll see how we finish out. So, we got four four games uh, since we've talked to you guys last. We won't go into all of them into great detail, but uh, your thoughts on the last four? So, we had Oklahoma State, uh, we played FIU, we played Purdue, we played Northwestern. So, um, beat up on Oklahoma State. So that was an eight and three team. We won by twenty. Then we <coughs> beat FIU by twenty seven. Then we lost in a overtime, double overtime thriller against Purdue on the road, unfortunately. And then uh, we beat up on Northwestern by nine, but at, we were up by 25, 23 at one point in that one. So a little deceiving on the, the final score. What are your kind of high-level thoughts, or if you want to jump into any specifics of what you've seen and what we can take moving forward out of these last four games? You know, I saw kind of high level points I saw was, well, first of all, I think this team is starting to find uh, uh, an identity for sure. I think it's becoming predictable how they score points, how they rotate their players. I think it's starting to become clearer um, who they are as a team, which was really confusing with the the Patino subbing pattern. Um, Part of that's they've stopped following. Uh, Omersa plays without, you know, getting in foul trouble. The whole team does. I think the defense has been greatly improved yep. and they followed less and that's really uh paid dividends which seems so simple right it seems so simple but it was right? just yeah. follow left stop following it, right yeah not that hard you think but it yep. was a mess and i would say free throw shooting has been huge uh i know in the fiu game they're 29 for 30 that's awesome my goodness oklahoma state they were they were fine 12 well they're 12 more than fine 12 for 13 uh, Purdue, they're 15 for 19. And then in uh, Northwestern, most recently, 11 for 14. So they've just, you know, that haunt, that loss has maybe won two games yep. early in the year. So I've seen better free throw shooting. I've seen better defense with no following. Um, and then our shooters have started to, you know, and we've done this without Peyton Willis for most games. And he all. came back against Northwestern. So their de- the depth was weak before Willis got hurt. They were able to find the rotation with him out. And now that you're bringing him back in, Yep. I mean, I think it's just awesome. I mean, Gabe went off in o- at Oklahoma State, which was good to see because he struggled. He had 34 there. Um, so overall, I see the, the formula being, you know, 
the back, the pack, uh, the front courts with Oturo and the back court being with Carr, Willis, and in in Kelsher. Yep. Um. So that's kind of what I see the last four game. It's been encouraging. I think it's yep. a step in the right direction. If you win that Purdue game, you're really feeling good. I know. And really, we kind of kicked kicked that one away. Yeah. Up five, I think, with a couple minutes left. Yeah. Really disappointed we didn't finish that one. Yep. And you know you don't have Peyton Willis at all in that, and you mm-hmm. know so that puts a lot of pressure on on Marcus Carr to be the guy. 48 for, minutes. For 48 minutes, right? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So I think he was awesome for, you know, 46 of those 48 minutes, right? But, mm-hmm. um, you know, two minutes of laps with, with a couple turnovers there that obviously hurt. But um, I think, you know, when you look at these last four games, obviously it's it, – Otura was almost becoming boring with his, you know, 24 points, mm-hmm. 16 rebounds. I mean, it's just we're coming to expect that out of him nearly every game, which I think he's probably skilled enough and good enough that I think he literally can put up those numbers every night. I mean, I, I think he really is that good. Um, the one thing that I saw that came through here is is Gabe, I think, is finally getting his confidence back. You know what I mean? He's finally seeing his potential and starting to reach his potential. In the Oklahoma State game, was 11 to 14 from the field. He went seven to nine from three point land for crying out loud. I mean, he, when he yeah. gets hot, he is so darn good. Um, and he is so fun to watch when, when he gets hot. Um, he also went off in, uh, I believe it was FIU with it, uh, where he went five to 10. So 50%. So n- not unconscious, but 50% from three is pretty darn good. So, uh, fun to see him get his stroke on. The other thing that I found interesting is you mentioned Patino and his, kind of his subbing strategies and whatnot. Trey Williams now Mm. is getting a ton of playing time. I mean, he he is now becoming uh, not just a role player, he's becoming a guy in Purdue. He was in for 43 minutes, right? In Mm. other games, he's in 27 minutes. So they're trying to find spots for him. You can tell with Trey, because I think Trey is going to be more important than we probably think, because as the season goes on, we're going to need someone other than our top three, right? Yeah. If, if we want to be making a run, right? Because if we're going to play the good teams, not everyone, not all three are going to be hot on every night, so we're going to need some that come out of the woodwork. He's probably the only guy that's skilled enough to put up solid numbers, yeah. you know what I mean, that has the skill to actually be able to do that. So um, he is still really raw. That's the one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he can hit a couple threes in a row, and then he'll airball the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's bizarre with some of his stuff or some of his turnovers where he's passing to no one, where you know he's going 1,000 miles an hour, and it's like, dude, just slow down. You know what I mean? But I think he's starting to settle in. So I, I'm curious how he'll play out and yeah. how that will set us up moving forward. Yeah, and with Willis back, I'm assuming he'll be uh, inserted to the starting line again. And you're right, Trey Williams has played great. That's yeah. a great point. I mean, I think his defense has been really good. His offense, spotty. Decision, yes. But he looks like he has the skill set. Correct. Uh, and he looks old from a physicality and defense standpoint. I mean, maybe making some errors on defense, but from a – like he can play with the big boys, I think. And – you know, Demir's done his role very well the last four games. That continues to get better. We see maybe with Patino the early on that was really bad with Demir. So Demir's finding his role. And then Omersa, I think, is continuing to be active on defense, do some good seals, make a couple dunks. So they really are, you know, there's your eight, right? Maybe yep. sprinkle and hurt if you need to. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, with Willis. Hurt, hurt hasn't really played much. He really hasn't. You and, know what I mean? But I mean, you, that's that's 
kind of making a statement. And that makes sense, right? Yes. But, but you know, what? and with Willis back, you're probably only going to see Trey Omersa in, um, really coming off the bench. Um, you know, maybe you'll sprinkle in Hurt and you'll sprinkle, sprinkle in e, Enan. Uh, but he doesn't show I, I still, me much. The Enan, I, I don't uh, get like he's just a three point shooter. He's a three point like. shooter apparently. He airball didn't even hit rim on yeah. his first one, and then he swishes nothing but pure net on his next three. I know. I, I don't understand his role. They're gonna have to beef all. him up and get him stronger. I can see how how how, how is he it, a fo- how is he a four star recruit? Like what, what ups- am I missing? I think it's upside. Yeah, just I mean, he's because got a good of his body. I, I think he's got a good shot. He's yeah, his body because he's got his wingspans. Insane! It's yes. a patino deflection player. Yes, um, they've. It's a project, though. Um, but how? how but, so you think? Well, the Germany. As... I don't know. It's overseas. It probably a lot of shenanigans in terms of yeah. In terms of rating systems, I yep. don't know. I mean, I think it's got to be upside play, and who knows? But uh, he's got a good shot. I mean, yeah. he's got the. He started late, right? Yeah, I think I can't remember ninth grade or tenth grade yep. or something like yep. that. So, um. Yeah, he's not going to help us in a significant way this no. year. But if they can beef him up and get him to be more versatile and drive and yep. get you know with that outside game, eh, you know maybe they he can has, do something there. He, he has a chance. I will say this. I I will say like in this is the second time I've had to say this where I eat my words is Alian Demir is is playing better. You know what I mean? I I think there actually is a role for him. Yeah, maybe motivated them. Maybe he's one of our listeners. You never yeah, know. Maybe yeah. maybe he took it to heart. Uh, Oklahoma State, he had 30 minutes, was 4-7 from the field. Put nine points, he had six rebounds, right? So two steals, you know, so the, I he doesn't need to be unbelievable. But like I said, if he can score eight to, you know, seven to eight, nine, ten points, something like that, and throw in five, six rebounds, that's really all we need him to yeah, do. Um, I think he is a great passer. He put he can shoot the three uh, pretty well as well. So um, I think his role is actually just as important as a Trey Williams type. So yeah. we'll see how that see how it, that goes it, moving forward. And there's really no one that can't shoot the three except Omersa. Um, so it's pretty amazing. I mean, he, they, you know, Patino said that before the season, there's a lot of people to stretch the floor and, um, we're starting to see that. Um, I will say I'm uh, back on Arturo. He's been, um, you're right. We kind of take it for granted, but he's been amazing. Yeah. The other thing he hasn't done, I, I, I've seen this year. That was a problem last year was he looked tired all the time last year yeah. to me. Yeah. And he's playing off 40 minutes and looking stronger as the game yeah. goes on. So that's encouraging. Uh, the other thing is, Early on in the season, he was amazing, but he would turn the ball over six yes. to eight times by yep. traveling, which seems to go away. Yep. It has gone away the last four, which that's three, four more possessions. Yep. So, I mean, these these are the little things that the team is starting to do, which is, I think, huge yep. and gives us a chance to finish strong here. It's basically any time he dribbles, it's a turnover. I mean, that that's what – I mean, yeah. th- when he dribbles, there's a 75% chance when I'm watching – that okay, he's starting to dribble. Okay, here we go. Here comes yeah. Here comes through a turnover. Di- through double teams. Through I think double he, teams from the top of the key is pretty good. Correct. When he identifies because uh, it's hard to double. It's hard to double team a guy on the top. Yeah, of the going key. north to south. Yes. Right there. Yeah, I agree because he can get to the hoop pretty good there. Yes. that's impressive. And then yep. he can shoot the three. It's been pretty good from three. Yeah, he's good. He's Man, he's, he's really packaged. Good. So let's take that moving forward. NBA Draft net has Daniel Tour as the number ten overall draft pick in next year's draft he is a sophomore pete um i don't know if the nba knows but we need him on a roster for the next two years 
So I don't know if they really consulted with us about how we feel about that. Yeah. I don't want. I him. think he's got a lot to work on. Well, yeah, I th- yeah, I, I think he's got some stuff yeah. he needs to work out in the next two years before he's ready to go to the NBA. Um, but is he is he deserving of that? So number ten. So that's a lottery pick. Right, I mean that's that's yeah, like serious think, money. That's probably more. I don't know if it's more than what you get paid at your at your endeavor. Well, but you know, it's close. It's close. It's um, close. But I mean, if he if he is the, obviously that's only one one uh, company that is listing him as number ten. But if he is actually projected legitimately at number ten in a lottery pick, that's a big salary. Is he is he deserving of that? Yes, I think he'll get there. I'm surprised about number ten. I think that's. Maybe a little bit of a plant by the yep. Turo team uh, gets us Could talking be. about it. I think he he can get there. I think that's the, you know I looked at some other ones and he's not in the top you know twenty. But I think oh, it's probably because okay. I don't think he's going to go. I am amazed how fast he's developing. Yeah, I mean it's a big jump from his freshman to sophomore year. Yes, um, but you know he seems like a kind of a loyal uh, company I guy, know. so to speak, like local kid. I mean, he'll. It makes sense. I already. Uh, I heard Patino through his show, kind of saying, you know, he's got a lot to work on still. So he he, he knows said, because yeah. there's a big hole if he leaves. I'm thinking, oh, who's geez. behind him? I mean, you have well, no one in that freshman class. I I was gonna say they, the short answer is no one. So Curry coming back, but that's not been dependable. Yeah. And then you got uh, Matisse Mitchell. Correct me if I'm wrong. The other the one recruit next year is supposed to be a yep. big guy. Yeah. But. Freeman doesn't look any good. So nope. that'd be a big hole. Yeah. That'd be a grad transfer coming in for sure Correct. if he were to go. And then the problem is we won't know until the last minute, I'm sure, just like coffee. So for whether or not we can actually get him. Yeah. So I think he is outstanding. I think he is a lottery pick. Um, I just hope he, you know, just like uh, Bateman in football gives it. Well, you have to in football, but give us three years. I know. Um, and then leave a little early like coffee. Yep. I could deal with that. After the summer year, it's a great problem to have. Yep. A uh, local kid, but I hope he can stick it around for one more year if we're really lucky too yep i i think well one it would it would absolutely from a selfish gopher standpoint view uh it would be devastating to our team i mean absolutely yeah. i mean obviously that's the obvious we're answer. Thi- that's where we're thin right? yes oh I mean, absolutely next we're couple of years. yes next couple of years we're way thin there and so that would be obviously devastating for if he could you know i get it he's got to worry about him and his family and whatnot if he could legitimately go at number 10 it probably probably be good for him right i i would understand if he did but the reason why i think he's gonna stay and give us one more year and i think it's probably being realistic if he's already projected like this for next year i'm thinking we at best we're only get him for one more year the reason why i think he will stay for another year is to develop his outside game i I really do think Mm -hmm. now that the nba is more of that three-point game, even where the bigs are shooting. You know, Carl Anthony Towns, look at him. He, he was oh, never yeah. a huge three-point shooter in college. But that's right. now he that's part of his game for sure is the three-point shot. So um, I think Daniel hopefully is thinking in his head, you know what, I'm number 10 now. I want to be number three coming yeah. out. And over the offseason, he works on his three-point game, and he has that be a part of it. Now how do you guard the guy? You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, if man. He's stretching it. All the way out there, now now it becomes really interesting because uh, with his with his height six ten two twenty five, that makes it that makes it really hard to get yeah. a hand in his face from three point land. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially if he's able to drive and get to the hole. So he's a special player, and how good could this team be if he does come back? Because yep. you're not really you're losing hurt. 
and Demir. We're losing her? Yeah, I know. Uh, so really, and you bring in Mashburn and uh, Matisse Mitchell, who's supposed yep. to be a pretty good recruit, and yep. let's see if they add someone else. But, um, man, they could be good in the, in the area. And maybe if Curry comes back and can play at a certain level that he did in the past, which is a huge question mark. Yep. Um, I bet you Patino really loves that team. Yeah. Starting off the year. That could be. Everyone with battle tested. Yes. And um, that'd be pretty exciting. That would be good. All right, very good. What we're going to do now for our listeners here, this is going to be kind of fun. We have a all-decade team because we're, we're just after we're starting the new decade here in 2020. Um, so we're going to, we've each put together an all decade team. So you're starting five from the all decade team. Neither one of us has seen, I haven't seen yours. I'm excited to see yours and you haven't seen mine. Um, so we're, we're going to reveal this right now and we'll go through it and you can, you can, you know, kind of give your reasoning if you want a quick reasoning for each one, if you want. Yeah. Move, yeah. Your, move yours yeah, over. I see you peeking. I'm, I don't want you to peek. At I, I'm trying to, I don't know how else to say this, Pete. Um, I and I don't want to sound like a jerk here on air either. I am <laughs> I am so confident in yeah. what who I have written down that I'm almost afraid that we're gonna have the exact same team. Yeah. Because I don't think there's another all decade ah, team that you, yeah. I don't think there's another possibility. Well, let's, that, let's that's that's how confident it. I am I, with this. You but know, I am I so curious. Of, I, we put a lot of research into this. Yes. You know, I've been working through it looking, day and night. Yeah, day and night and. Uh, I hear you. There is a drop off there. Yes. At, oh, there's at a some huge point it was, drop off. And it's very interesting looking at the last 10 years, which basically is seven years of Patino, right? Seven, yep. eight years of Patino. Yep. yep. And two of Tubby. Yes. Right? So the Tubby years. Maybe we had to pick a coach at the end here, too. Oof. Um, so that's the, that's the time frame we're, we're talking we're about here. Um, so, it's two th- so to clarify, it, the first season is 2010 and 2011, and then obviously mm. uh, going through now. So. Um, let's do this and I'll, I'll give you two honorable mention picks. Is that fair? Yes. If you couldn't fit them all in. So yeah. you're, you're starting five, uh, let's go by position and we'll go mano y mano. Okay. Um, and so why, why don't you give me who you're, give me your starting point guard, Pete. There's only one answer for this, but go I ahead. Nate Mason. Okay. Number yep, six, number six score of all time. Yep. All around player. Yep. Yeah, I didn't have to think about that one too no, hard. No, not at all. He he was awesome. I remember when Nate Mason came, I went to his freshman scrimmage when they did the inter-squad scrimmage. And I remember, and I won't use their person's name in case they're one of our viewers, um, but I remember them dogging on Nate Mason. Mm-hmm. And and I was just like, are you kidding? Like, yeah. he's going to be the guy. Like, he, yeah. he wasn't starting at that time, um, but he just had such a sweet stroke. And I'm like... That's gonna be the guy. He is yeah. awesome, and like yep. they're seeing everyone else. I'm like, no, no, no. That's the dude right there. And so I was always excited about him, and he had a great career, uh, great scoring, shooting guard. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we've kind of been missing. Not just a facilitator. He was a scoring point guard, which was which was great. So, um, all right, you want to move to well, your? Well, you know, oh, you it, have something else well, on no, him? Well, no, just something on. Yeah. So I, I think it's very clear, but I kind of thought, well, who else would be there? Just looking through the last ten years. Are you giving a? Uh, are you giving your honorable mentions well, right no, now? I'm just giving some commentary on it. Okay. Um, okay. So maybe should I hold off on that? Um, as a I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want maybe, me to hold off? I want okay. you to hold off on okay. that, just right. just in case it it comes off Understood. or something else here, if if that's okay. Understood. Okay. All right. 
So give me your give me your two. Give me your give me your shooting guard. I'm and, going, and and there is ooh. literally Pete. There, I know I said for for yeah. that one. There is literally only one answer for this. Really, literally only one answer. I but, think there's two. Wow, gosh, this could get heated. Okay, um, stay tuned here. I did go with the Blake Hoffarber. Okay, yes, uh, that is correct. Number, uh, 2010 to 11 season, the 41 percent career three point shooter. Yes. Um, gosh, he was good. He was really good. He was so good. Yeah, and I, I would, yeah. I mean, he would leave his hands, and I'm like, dude, He's that, that ball shooting. is already in the net. I mean, it was so fun to watch him. But I had Gabe written in Kelsher, and here's why. Because you, you literally put Gabe ahead of Blake? I had him in there. Well, why not? So I'm looking at it, you know, it's it, maybe it's just... You've lost your ever no, blessed no, no, mind. No, 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 because think about it. Blake, great player, pure shooter. Yep. Gabe's a better defender, in my opinion. Gabe can go to the hoop better. And after four yeah. years of Gabe, yeah. he will be a similar three-point percentage shooter. And he's a more complete player. I would say, you know, I didn't want to see the but, full but, body of work. But Gabe will compete with every record Blake has. And then he will be – I think Gabe's one of the best defenders. Correct. Ever. He's so sound. Ever, ever. In, in for, just for his uh, – let me – he's just yeah. – for his kind of like skill set, yes, I, athleticism, he yes. gets about as technical, about as sound as possible. I think on yep. defense. Yep. So the, the, and this is why so, it's good to ask these questions you're and, only, and to have yeah. and to have this commentary because that challenges my line of thinking. I yeah, I, I agree with you. However, the question is the all decade team is right now, right? Yeah. So like, is Gabe now better than Half Arbor? I think he's trending ahead of Hoff Harbor. Trending? Yes. No, no, no. I'm saying right now. Not like, trending. Like, well, no. Like, I'm not mean, saying what is he going to be. I'm saying right now. Is he in the sophomore year better than Blake in the senior year? I'm going to say yes. What? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. It's I, close. I, it's close. But I think uh, Gabe's a more well-rounded player than Blake. I will say I, I do agree with that. He is more he's well-rounded. Bet, Blake is better off the butt with the butt shot. Blake is better off than Gabe. <laughs> Other, Blake. Uh, the, Gabe doesn't have that shot. I, well, we haven't seen it yet. Yes. Maybe that's working. But like, I mean, Gabe's freshman year definitely better than Blake's. Yes. And well, and, no, 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 no. He. Sophomore. I would say similar because he had a hot freshman year, and then Blake had a sophomore slump. It was a typical sophomore well, slump. Maybe it was because maybe. he couldn't he couldn't really do anything, and then uh, that's when Tubby threw him in at point guard because we had an injury, and that really oh, took. Oh my gosh, that was a train wreck. So that kind of, that kind of ruined him a bit. But um, I I think I will agree with this. I think Gabe has the potential to be better than what Blake was because he is a better defender and he actually can drive to the hole. Uh, I do think uh, Half Harbor was limited with it. He was just a sharpshooter, right? Yeah, and so lefty. You, a lefty, it, and a lefty. It's, it's yeah. It's, well, there's that, and but there's a rule for if if you put this lineup and you just have Blake with the ability he where he doesn't need to drive, he can just yeah. camp out in the corner and let everyone else drive, and he just sits there and pops threes all day. Oh my gosh, he, the, you yeah. know that's that'd be unbelievable. So, um, so at yeah. the end of the day, though, you still have. Blake as your number two? I did write Blake down, but I'm just trying to needle you a little bit. But I do, if you, I, the only reason was, is Gabe's only his sophomore year, so I had to give it to Blake. Yes. But if you, you, you ask me right now, yeah, I'd say like slightly ahead is Gabe. Slightly ahead is yeah. Gabe? Yeah. 
Yeah. So now you're now you're switch now you well, just if, if you change the criteria, I mean, I have my own criteria in my head. We did not maybe you know, we should put have it on been paper. more specific. Yeah. yeah, I'll disagree with you. I'll take Gabe all day. You're going to take Gabe over Blake yes. Hoffarber. Yes. Holy buckets. All right. Don't disrespect the Blake. He's a great player. Blake's an outstanding player. I remember watching him his first inner squad scrimmage as well saying, "Holy cow, this kid's going to be awesome." So, um, all right. Wow. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> You want to I'm a little thrown out, but it makes yeah, sense. That's good. why it's good to ask these questions. Okay, so moving on for that. So now we're at your number three, um, and so hmm. this one, this one too. I mean, I, I, I feel like I <laughs> yeah, was yeah. I was pretty set on that one, but now I'm starting to get nervous. If you have someone other than this, then I mean, walk Who, right out right right yeah. out the store here. Do you want me to start? Again? I, I want you to start just so I'm, I can prepare myself. Amir Coffee. Okay. Yes. See, I was confused whether what you would say if he's a, a one, a two, a three, a yeah. four, a five. And that's why he's got to be on this yeah. list because he could play any one of these positions. Amir Coffey, hands down. Yes. Um, for me, this was the easiest one. Yep. Um, I really don't – I have a couple jotted underneath here, but they're not even close. Yeah. I do will – I had a couple, like, my honorable mentions were more like – here I had a couple awards, and I'll say one of them right here. All the okay. – All-Decade Team, my Hustle Award. Oh, <laughs> Wow, hustle word. Who are you giving that Goes to? Goes to Joey King. Oh, I love Joey. Joey, I, probably one of the funnest parts of doing this little research yeah. bit was Joey. seeing the kids that were on there. Yeah, Maverick Ahan Misi. I mean, like seeing yes. some of those come back. But Joey King. Oh my gosh! Did you know he's the top free throw shooter in history of the Gophers? Eighty-four percent. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Uh, he's 84%, so I give him the hustle award. I consider him a three, but I don't know what he'd officially yeah. be. Yeah. He shot pretty good from the outside. He was in, There were some down years there, and he was – I remember – I think the Indiana number one victory was with him, and he was all yep. emotional after the game. Uh, yeah, he, I, lo- he I love me some Joey King, man. I, oh. I like that. I just want to give him you know, a little shout-out to Joey. He was a floor uh, sweeper, man. He was yeah. always on the ground he was. flying after loose balls. and You know, those white guys that hustle, I have a lot of respect for those kind hey, of guys. Hey, hey, you know what? So, not much athleticism, but man, he, he was heart. fun. A lot, a lot of, of heart, heart, and that that was fun. I yeah. I love Joey King. That's that's a great. Was there another one you wanted to give him? A well, or two. Now well, that, now I got a couple on. more, but I'm gonna hold off on them. Um, hold off. But, but the other thing is, well, you want me to go just quickly here? Is this a good sidebar uh, through my awards? This is probably okay. Um, so a couple things. My no pulse award of the last. Ten, I call it the no pulse award. Can I guess this? Yes. Since. I think our viewers probably trust us enough now that we kind of keep this to ourselves. Yeah. I'm going to go, no pulse as in like no emotion. Is that, is that what you mean by that? No pulse. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, no emotion. No emotion. Good... Oh, there's only one answer. <laughs> tell me, tell me this is it. Ralph Samson the third. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. Oh yeah. my gosh. I don't think I ever saw him smile in four years. No, he, you know. Did he smile? Or give like he, a, yeah, or anything? He, uh, no, there's a reason he won the No Pulse Award. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought I'd give that award to him for sure. Yeah. How about the most animated after a foul call award? Oh, oh that's great. Um, uh, that's only one answer for that too. That would be Elliot Eliason. You're brilliant. That's the great mind stick of life. No, right. I totally think I saw his name on there. I'm like, that was every call. He was he like, was, he was he looking was at the refs like this. You know, obviously, our listeners can't see this, but it's like, yeah. you know, what did I do wrong? What? Yeah. I just hammered the guy. And it's, yeah. It looked like he would just shock and not. Every yes. time he got a follow call, Didn't on, matter. it was, Didn't it was matter. just like, are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Yep. So, and he was kind of a, we had a lot of those kind of post players. Those yes. in the Patino area, that doesn't exist. The kind no. of the no. traditional Spencer Tollickson. Correct. Uh, 
Elia Eliasson, Ralph Sampson, kind yeah. of that pull. I'm glad that's gone away, yep. by the way. That's a big difference when yes. I look at the current squads versus the old yes. old squads. We're, ad- we're adapting to new And that might just be basketball, basketball in general, right? has changed, right? And then I have two, one more award, and then okay. we can get back. Yep, and, no. and this is kind of one that I think we should talk about in the one, two, three, because okay. one of them is pretty close for me. I, I bet I know who you're I just How about the on-fire award? Just someone Ooh. that just can light it up in a hurry. Um I think of two people when I think of this last as I was looking through the old 10 teams. Okay. One of them, I'm guessing cuz th- this was on my honorable mention now and now you're you're pulling this pulling yeah. this out of me. Um but I would think you would put him in there is Dre Hollins. Do you have him yeah. on there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Light it up on a on a oh, dime. Man. He, he was, was good. he was fun. He was fun and he could I think he's honorable mention for I don't know if he'd be a one or a two in your book, but probably he's a two. probably more natural as a two. Two, yeah. Yeah. I agree. But he's the number four five scorer of all time and he put I mean, he was a great player. Yeah. That was a while ago, right? That was the beginning Super of the decade. Kid too, and good kid. He's around I saw him at one of the basketball games That's uh, right. behind the bench. He's a really great yeah. alum and supporter of the university. And the other one I have is the other Hollands, Austin. That's okay. what okay. Austin, you know, I, I didn't see him I, I he, didn't see him as would, a guy that would light it up on fire, would he? Not as much as Andre, but he would put up yeah. uh, those Hollands boys in general. And they're both yep. playing, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, overseas or yep. so um that's it. I got a couple other in my mind, but I'll save them here save as we them. get into the four and the five. Uh, okay. But I was going to say, th- those are my two honorable mention. I had okay. Dre Hollins and Austin You Hollins. did. Okay. Yep. I yep. agree with that. I so agree with that. I think they're both both solid players with that. Okay. So let's move into four and five. And, um, you know, I don't think you're totally lost your mind yet completely. The, I'm still getting over the Blake Hoffarber thing. Um, still recovering from that. <laughs> but I think our four and five, I think our four and five, I think will probably match up, I'm, I'm assuming. But uh, stay tuned. We'll find out. So who's your who's your four? There really should be only one answer yeah. for this. But please tell me. This was the easiest one. Okay. Yeah. Jordan Murphy. Jordan Murphy. Okay, good. Yeah. No, number one rebounder by... 300 rebounds is that right 1300 rebounds wow. i just really i know he was the number one rebounder i didn't know yep. it was by 30 percent yeah that's, that's crazy. amazing and, num- and number two scorer of all time yep. that's an easy one yeah yeah great yep. kid yep jordan murphy could, you know he could statistically you know when people look at it he's not even in i think he's technically on the timberwolves roster right now but he's not you know he's not going to be a great nba player yeah. you know what i mean yeah but he could be statistically i know this sounds silly but statistically, he could be arguably one of the greatest gophers of all time. Yeah, you know I what I mean. Like, tell how do you argue with that when yeah. he's the number one rebounder and the number two scorer yep. of all time? I know there's Kevin McHale has played for us, and a lot of people would probably say, "Well, it should be him or Bobby, you know, Jackson, Bobby Jackson or whoever else," because they had a greater NBA career. And maybe if they would have stayed all four years, maybe yep. they would beat his numbers. But if you talk about a four year career, he's number one in rebounding and number two in scoring. So how do you, how do you argue yeah, with that? And what a simple game. That's what I love I about know. the kid. I mean, Very just, simple. it just, whether when I, we're teaching our youngsters about basketball, it's like, yep. it just do a couple things really well and outwork everyone. And, yes. And uh very simple game. So I, Hyper, I agree. High percentage shots. High percentage shots. Just, you know, yeah. So, I mean, he's, uh, that's tough to argue with. In the last decade, he's probably, or two, two decades. Yep. Um, he probably gets it for sure. Absolutely. In terms of the best, maybe the MVP. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Um, so very good. We agree on that one. We, we're good. We're, on that we're one. good up until this point, like I said, with the exception of maybe that Blake Offarber one. And then uh, this one, 
should also be a slam dunk, no pun intended, with it. Who is your who's your number five? If it's Elliot Eliason, I will <laughs> I promise you I will get in the car right now and walk out the door. Just as a precursor. How about Ralph Sampson the third? If you said that, I would walk out as well. Um Daniel Oturu. Yes. Hands down. Yes. Now there is one player. I mean, we just talked about Oturu for a while. That's why I have him as the five. Yep. Uh, hands down. No doubt about it. Yep. I do want to mention, give a shout out to Trevor Mbakwe. Mbakwe. As they I say thought about, I thought I thought about him. He could he'll, he'll only give us two years, though, right? True, a lot of injuries. He, well, he's a five year guy. I don't know how many years. He transferred in. Ah, that's right. So, but he's a Minnesota guy. He, he was he very was productive. Yep. He's um, like a Jordan Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. Right. Very similar, style. right? Just banger. And it's probably yep. the last banger we've had besides, yes. I guess, Murphy, but he's a little bigger, Mbakwe. Yes. Yep. So, and then it, Reggie Lynch had a decent year if he could stay out of trouble, but he was a good rim protector. Yeah. Not yeah. even close, but a Turo by far, um, no question, definitely the, the five in my book. Yes. No, I, I agree. I, I think he is. Sometimes it's easy to say like, oh, well, that's just because he's in your memory now because... Yeah. You know, he's on the current roster. Well, no, I think if you really step back and look at who we've had in the last 10 years, uh, he's the highest recruit we've ever had statistically um, yep. by that that we've ever had in the last 10 years. And I think the numbers numbers prove what what uh, what he's been doing. So he's he's awesome. I mean, he's yeah. he's unbelievable. And I, I hope I hope he gives us two more seasons. But I think realistically, we'll probably only get one more, which is which is just fine. Uh, qu- oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, some- so, no, I was just going to say, looking last thing in the last 10 years, the talent's gotten upgraded. Yep. So Correct. when it's Tubby or Patino, that's what Patino's done really well. Yep. Uh, Tubby brought in some good players, but, man, there was some busts. Uh, Barry Canate. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Jeju. Yes. I mean, that was a disaster. Patino had to inherit, I believe, those yes. players. Yep. Um, Charles Bugs. Charles Bugs. Oh my goodness, there were there, some. There's there's a few, and I, I don't want to fully oh, call Ronnie out Williams. Of good athlete, but really never translated to a and great I player. Think we knew that though. I mean, yeah. he was such a freak athlete. I mean, like what he could do athletically was unbelievable. He just wasn't a basketball player, right? And I, yeah, I agreed. think that's because. He could dunk in the seventh grade, so he never learned how to shoot a jump shot. Well, why would you if you could dunk it every time? Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. I think that's probably on, you know, unfortunately to blame it on the coaches that they didn't say, hey, you know what, if you want to be at the next level, you have to actually learn how to shoot yeah. the ball. So that's probably on them with it. But um, yeah, no, he was he was a fun player to watch. Um, transitioning here, so who on the question for you? Who on this current roster? So obviously we're going to be going into mm. the next decade here. Who on this current roster besides obviously Oturu because he's already on your all decade this past decade team. Who on this current roster could make next year's all decade team? When we do this in 10 years, Pete. Oh wow. For the Gopher guys. Yeah. In 10 years, who on this current is is there anyone on this current roster? Well, for me, that, I assume yeah. besides Gabe, Gabe, probably. Okay, Gabe's the obvious answer. Is there anyone besides Oturu or Gabe that you would put on, or could see being on the? Next I could see Marcus decade? Carr. Yeah, competing with Mason. Yeah, um, I think Carr needs to be a lot more consistent. Yeah, I think he has the skill set Mason has. I get the similarities between Marcus Carr and Nate yep, Mason. I agree. Uh, the consistency is not there. I think Carr is actually a better scorer than Mason. Maybe a little bit, a little bit more upside potential. Personally, like maybe. Um, so that'd be the only other person besides Gabe that I could see 
um, make it there. Yeah, and he How and about? he's got he's got two years to do it as well. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind he's only a sophomore. Yeah, so he's got two more years that I think he'll stay. And it just depends how hard he wants to work and, yeah. you know, change his best with that. And I could see him being on the all-decade team for mm-hmm. next next decade. But yep. um, only time will tell. So, very good. Well, that was that was fun. I, so, I think we kind of... Kind of agreed. Kind of agreed. We even got to our honorable mentions we almost agreed, which that's pretty impressive. And, I, and like you said, I think there is a drop-off after those seven... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's, you know, or actually those eight, I should say, there is kind of a considerable talent drop off mm-hmm. with it. So um, I think that's, I think that's probably good. So let's, let's move back to current day here uh, as we uh, kind of wrap things up a bit. Give us the, we have a total meat grinder schedule Ooh. coming up here. You want to give us the quick rundown of, of that before we wrap things up here? Yeah, we got uh, at number eight, Michigan State, Michigan number 19 at home. Uh, Penn State at home, number twenty. And Penn State is now legit. All of a sudden, you know, know. we used to be able to just walk into that one, and that's not too big a deal. And it's whatever. Really no now, e- now they're legit. Yeah, I mean, there's really no easy ones except maybe Northwestern on the yes. past game is kind of a little bit more of a layup. Yeah. Uh, then you got at Rutgers, who just beat Penn State. Oh, great! So, and then you got at Ohio State. They might be upset. Yes. Um, but they've dropped a lot since we beat them. But now, um, now they're not, a, you know, they're almost the hunter instead of being the hunted. You yeah. know what I mean? They're, they've Which, lost enough where now they're they're not sleeping on anyone. That's Especially right. us since we upset them. Right? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And that's kind of the, the theme of the college basketball year for sure. And then, then we uh, finish up this uh, six-game stretch uh, with Michigan State at home. Okay. So, Goodness. yeah, we're 2-2 two and two in the Big Ten. You know where do we stand at the end of these six games? What are your thoughts? I mean, so if what do if, you think is if, if we can? In this sounds terrible, but if we can go three and three, if you would tell me that at the end of this we went three and three, I would. You know, I know I I love winning more than anyone, right? But if you told me we went three and three at the end of those six games, I'd probably take it uh, because oh, yeah. those are some legit teams, and it's hard winning on the road in the Big Ten. So if we came out of that three and three and we had an overall Big Ten record of five and five, I'd say, all right, that's let's take that and move on. So what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I agree. I think you gotta I think three and three is good. You gotta win Michigan and Penn State at home, even though they're yep. nineteen and twenty in the nation. We're not we can beat both of those teams at home. The crowd at Williams has really gotta show up the next, you know, yes. three home games and then we gotta steal one like at Rutgers. Or one of the Michigan. We shouldn't State need games. a steal at Rutgers. Yeah, we? I think it's gonna be tougher than you think on the road. Really? I think they're a decent team. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be a coin flip. So I think you, I yeah, if you come out of your four and two, you're feeling really good. Yes. Three and three, you're feeling like okay, tournament's still yep. on the line. And then for two and four, you're 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 gonna have a, you're gonna need a run like last year at the end. Yeah. Um, to get to the tournament. So are because you, you screwed up the first four or five games. Yes. The opportunities against Utah, Butler, Oklahoma, et cetera. Yep. So real quick, so do you think NCAA tournament is still within reason here for this it, team? It, it is. Yes. Yeah. Do or die time though. But yeah. yeah the, I mean, the new system, uh, the computer rankings, it sounds like, I mean, Big Ten's strong. And you yeah. get chances to win quad one wins every stop so every week. you gotta make it up and you gotta have a above 500 big 10 season which we need to do it's yep. super hard to do but that's what it's going to take yep we were currently listed at 37 even mm-hmm. with our record uh but i think that's to your point of of who we've played um so we're getting a lot of respect there which is good now now we just have to you know hold course and and 
if we can have a five, I think if we have a five hundred Big Ten season somehow, I think I think we'll be in. So agreed. Um, so that'll be it. So next game Thursday, January 9th at Michigan State, as Pete mentioned there, eight p.m. eight p.m. Excuse me on ESPN two. Hopefully we can make that a game and take it to Mister Izzo there. Thanks for listening in. Follow us at the Gopher Guys. Skyuma, go Gophers.